Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Forever. Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Where we give you the weekly recap and rundown of Canada's drag race. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Yeah. Let's chop it up, Latrice. Let's chop it up. Okay, so last week we saw our top three perform their own verse uh, to in the You Wear It Well remix. And all the queens from season um, one re, uh, returned and they all came in looking lovely to strut their coordination looks on the runway. Um, at the end of the competition, we have a new winner who is our lovely Priyanka is crowned. And Canada's Drag Race season one has come to a end, and my life is now over. For this week, at For least. For this week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally was like, wait, what day is it? Oh, I didn't watch Canada's Drag Race, and there was like an empty hole in my Just soul. a pit. I, a you pit. know what? Oh my God, Manila, maybe that was what's wrong with me. I yeah. completely had a bad day yesterday. Right? I saw that I you were did, writing on Facebook you that you see, were... Uh, yeah. I didn't have and anything to why. distract me. I had no distractions. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> but today is like, we're actually super lucky because we don't have Canada's Drag Race anymore. But we are very, very lucky today on the Chop Podcast because we have a super special guest with us from season one of Canada's Drag Race. She's got big boobs, big looks, and a whole personalities make some noise for Jimbo Oh hey Oh let me get the girls oh. in oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah shake my titties shake my titties Okay you have to know you have to know uh, I don't want to overspeak for Manila but you know that we are complete Jimbo stands here like mm-hmm. from day 1 we wanted to lick your tits So oh, get them <laughs> I had them tested. They're COVID-free, so let's yes! <laughs> So just thank you for giving us what we needed out of this uh, this competition. You were absolutely stunning, amazing, kept us on our toes, um, you know, a complete sweetheart, sassy, brassy, and full of shade, and I lived for every moment. <laughs> Whoopsie. Jimbo, you were, like, 
like you were a highlight of Canada's Drag Race. Uh, honestly, you were like uh, everything we want from a drag performer on a on Drag Race, and it was all like in you. You had amazing confessionals. You had sickening looks. You had uh, you were throwing shade. Uh, you were humble and kind. You were creative. Everything about you was just mwah, girl. Uh, fantastic. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Where in the world are you right now? Where are you? I am in Manchester quarantine. I'm self-isolating in a little part of yeah Manchester called Piccadilly in a oh, tiny I know that little place. room. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I know Piccadilly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm tucked away. It's nice to know that other countries are allowing uh, <laughs> Canadians into their country because they don't allow us Americans anywhere. We're, we're like diseased COVID. Like, you know, we got our own issues. We are not allowed to go anywhere. I just shit myself here. I actually, uh, I wasn't supposed to come by. I just packed myself up and, you know, purolated myself here. So here I am. Oh, well, here you are. Looking well, stunning. <laughs> how, how has this drag race experience been for you, Jimbo? It's been a wild dream come true. You know, I, we, I've always dreamed to be on Drag Race. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of both of yours. And, you know, being a part of the Drag Race family and really being able to showcase what we do up here in Canada was, you know, a long time dream. And so having a Canada's Drag Race is, you know, obviously the perfect way to do that. And it was an absolute dream. And then, you know, tuning into shows like yours, watching The Chop was also a, another dream come true to see icons and legends that I've looked up to for so long, um, talking about our drag, talking about um, Canada. And it was really just all such a dream come true and continues to be absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. Um we we just enjoyed every minute of it. Every yeah. minute. Um, so like it seems like you guys were friendly enough. Do you do you have a strong sisterhood with the girls from your season? Yeah, we we have like a you know, an Instagram chat where we all, you know, kiki together and talk Same. about what's yeah. up. And yeah. yeah, we all we all talk in there and yeah, we're all really close. You know, I think it was like a little bit um, you know, around those episodes where I was maybe being a bit spicy, I did have to send a few little apologies. <laughs> we all <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but you said what you said. <laughs> you know, I said what I said, and I would say it again. Sorry. I will say it again Not as soon sorry. as I see that bitch. <laughs> no, as soon as I see Rita, I'm coming for her. Just kidding. I'm going to come for Priyanka. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. I loved it. It was, uh, it's really cool because um, this is, uh, this is the first season of Canada's Drag Race. And, you know, like we, we didn't get RuPaul as the host, but we did get RuPaul to like show up on the screen and to kind of host yes. and kind of take care of the, this franchise. Did you think that Ru would be there? Um when you like audition, did you do you have an idea like would Rue even be a part of this? Like, yeah, I kind of just imagined that Rue was always there. I imagine she was watching my tape personally. <laughs> then I imagined that she was there, you know, helping prep the workroom, being like, you know, where does Jimbo want his cart today? You know, does he think? I think it'd work better for him if it was over here. And you know, she really she was there in spirit, and she was you know doing all kinds of things. She was making a snack. She made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Cuss crud off, and, right? Yeah, yeah, cuss crud off. Mommy, you know I don't like it with the crust. 
<laughs> no, I, I did. I wanted her to be there. I looked for her everywhere. I looked for her in the bathroom. I ran, you know, around behind the curtains. I'm like, where is this bitch? But I, I hope I do get to meet her one day. I've sent her an email to a whole bunch of email addresses I think might be hers. And they all bounce back. But I'm still trying. She's like, RuPaul at gmail.com, RuPaul at Hotmail, RuPaul at AOL. Exactly. One of them's got to be right, right? <laughs> exactly. I figured she's hiding in plain sight. Oh, my it goes, goodness. It goes straight to so her junk I mail. what I want to know. Oh, yeah. What i like to know is, like, how did you feel about the judging? Like, the fans, the internet had quite a lot to say even we had a lot to say about the judges the judging and even the structure of the guest host you know when they came on what do you think uh of all that while you were filming and even now how do you feel about it well i've got you know you got i have like mixed feelings about the whole thing because you you know on the one hand um i want to be like i love everyone yeah, and nothing know. matters <laughs> and, you know, and i'm like yeah your words don't hurt me i don't care what you say about my drag on national television and all over the world right. part of me wants to like you know of course be crazy and to, you know, to go off and to be like, no, 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 no. But, you know, I have to at the same time realize that was their job. And, you know, everyone has a job. You know, there's the people at the fair telling you you can't go on the rides if you're too short. There's, you know, the freaking government telling you you can't go here, you can't do this. So there's all kinds of rules everywhere and you don't have to always agree with them. But, you know, sometimes you have to listen to them. And so I was like, okay. You were up there in your judgy jed spot, and I'm over here just quaking in my boots. So I guess I'll just accept it. But I, I, I just I I wish that they just you know you can disagree with someone or have a different opinion without necessarily um, not seeing them. So you know I feel like you can still see someone, you can still recognize what someone brought to the competition, you can recognize people's intentions and still not agree with them. And I think that that a lot of the time it was it was very um, like yes or no, we love it or we don't, and if we don't, we really don't, and we're going to make ten thousand jokes about it. And you know I thought. It just didn't leave a lot of place in the middle. And I guess, you know, that's what makes good TV is these polarized um, discussions. And that's what art is about. It's not about being safe or comfortable. It's about pushing boundaries. It's about starting conversations. And so I think we were successful in that, you know, it caused a really big conversation about um, judgment, about drag, about, you know, how to critique people. And so I think we were really successful in, in having a big conversation what was said in the conversation, I wish was, you know, a little bit different. But, you know, I'm going to see Jeffrey at a party one time. And I'm going to make him. <laughs> then what? Tell us Okay. I mean, you know, we you have to know that you, you've tuned in. And so you've heard our opinions on the situation. But, you know, I agree completely. You know, there are rules and they're doing their job. At the same time, there is a way that you can uh, constructively give people um, critique without being yeah. nasty and hurtful. Um, yeah. These are human beings behind this makeup and padding, you know? Yeah, because so. I, I want to know, like, from episode one, like, I was, like, a little bit like, woo, like, these judges are, like, 
they're, they're like the tough Russian judges. Like we had like th- three judges that were like very, very strict in the very beginning, right off the top of it. And I wanted to, I want to know, like, is that a, like mostly editing? Because I know like sometimes when the judges, they'll say like one thing that's nice and then one thing that's kind of bad that you can improve on. But like that, not everything makes it into like, you know, um in the editing, like in person, like was the... Was it as bad as we saw? <laughs> Were they as strict as they oh, saw no. on TV? Oh, no. Yeah, no, I thought, like, right episode one, I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be cute to start. They're going to see us all. They're going to be like, oh, you tried so hard, and you did this, da 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 And we got out on that runway, and they just started tearing us apart. <laughs> and I was like, ah! I was so afraid. I was like, oh my God. These people are not playing and they are here to kill us. And I was afraid for my life. <laughs> and so, you know, it. I was so fortunate that everything I brought... I was confident in my vision, my execution, my lace lines, my shoes were right, my tights were right, my pads were right, my nails were different, new and on every time. You know, I made sure that there was certain, um, you know, parts of my presentation that would would make it so I had a, a good journey through the show. But, you know, for the other girls where, you know, there was a, a few holes here and there in their looks or in their presentation, it was really scary because you knew that there was very little you could do to change what you're presenting and you know you can you can adapt it slightly but if if they're not digging what you've brought then you're kind of hooped and so it's really hard to work around that yeah true that true that well what we're going to do right now we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back with more of jimbo thanks Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meal. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. It's been the it factor for me, actually, for a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they, it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, 
all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. We're back with our special guest Jimbo from season one of Canada's Drag Race. Yay! Hey, All yeah, of her yeah, glorious yeah. titties here on the Chop Podcast. Ba-donk, ba-donk, Don't forget ba-donk. about this booty. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Those of you watching on our YouTube can see all of this gorgeousness work. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) I've been working on my webcamming here in quarantine, so I'm like really good at showing my assets. (laughs) For our podcast listeners, Jimbo is wearing a fire engine red wig, a red leopard body tight, sexy uh, dress 
with matching gloves with claws on them, and her waist is snatched. Her boobs are a triple G. Bitch. Her ass makes the Kardashians cry. <laughs> like, damn. Just absolutely gorgeous. Jimbo, Thanks. you were like kind of like an outsider in this competition. Uh, so I did was. you know any of the queens when you got there? Like, have you have you like performed with these queens outside of out of Drag Race or? No, I didn't know any of the drag queens when I walked into that room. I didn't have any clue about any of them or any of the judges either. I knew um, Brooklyn Heights, obviously. And I had heard of Jeffrey and Stacey from The Fifth Element from when she was in that movie. Yes, so yes. those are that's really the only things that I knew. And um, yeah, so it was really fun and exciting to walk into the workroom and freak them all out and gag them. And I knew that they wouldn't know who I was, but I knew they would knew the designer of my outfit because I wore my Abraham Levy look that we designed mm. together. And um, so, you know, they they were like, who the fuck is this? But one of, you know, Starzy was like, damn, is that Abraham Levy? I was like, yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> well, no, I don't think. You better recognize. Yeah, you better recognize, stuff, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you think that was do you think that was like an advantage for you because like you know there, a lot of the a lot of the queens came in and and there was already some hype build up about them like like Tainomi yeah. um and Kine like she with her, all of her followers do you think that you know kind of like being like an outsider and kind of just like jumping in there like colds like without anyone really knowing anything was that like a a good thing for you yeah, you know, I think it made me really be a fighter. I fought fought fought. I I like my confessionals you can see I'm very like fighting for my life. I'm not like necessarily all the times like laughing and joking. I'm like trying to explain to everybody my point of view and my value and my take on drag. And so, you know, a lot of the other girls, they, you know, they didn't really think I was that much of a threat. You know, sometimes they would say things like, oh, you know, your makeup is so bad or you're not that pretty or, you know, like they're, they're going to crown a pretty queen like me. We're not going to crown a weirdo like you. Like stuff like that, that really got into my they head. They did not say that yes, to you. Yes, they was whispering in my ears all the time, this and that. And so I was like, you know, trying my hardest to be seen and um so yeah it was it was a bit hard but that is how it's always been for me you know I've always had to really just like work to to show myself and to prove myself and to be seen and to fit in and to have friends and to do all those things you know it's not always been so easy for me so um yeah, I was used to it. And I'm, I'm a hard worker. I'm a workhorse. I love to work, work, work. And you can see like in my execution of my, de my design looks, I was like, I want to be here so bad. I need to be here so bad. I will fight so hard and I will put so much time into my looks and so much energy. So my looks were so, um, you know, there was a lot on them. And that was just because I was going, oh my God, I want to be here so bad. And no one freaking knows me and no one's saying, you know, I, I know what you can do and, you know, this isn't your best week and I know you've got it in you and da, 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 da. I was having to um, basically show everyone who I was every time and to really prove myself, whereas some of the other queens had relationships with some of the judges and they sort of had this reputation that helped um, really give a sense of their bigger story for their journey. Whereas I was really having to give whatever I could at face value in that moment and really judge entirely in that moment. And so it was, you know, Jeffrey said, welcome to the competition at like at Girl. episode six Girl. after I won the snatch game. Girl. And so that told me like, Oh, you, 
didn't see me that whole time. Six episodes in, you finally just say, welcome to the competition. I'm like, did you not see my hair look? Did you not see my denim look? Did you not see what I won the goddamn snatch game? Did you not see when I entered in the workroom, climbed that freaking mountain and screamed my fucking head off? Oh my God. Did you not, I was like, didn't you see the paper look I made? Didn't you see the zipper look I made with 600 zippers all over it? Like that, I was just in shock. Like I was like, welcome to the competition. Like, what have I been doing, but trying my fucking hardest. So that, but that just told me that it was like, oh, you still with all of that was took a long time to catch up and to go, oh, who is this person? And what is this person bringing? And how do I, how do I fit that into my brain and my conception of drag? And so, yeah, it it takes a while when things are new. Well, I, I think that, I think that, um, Maybe the judges, they actually, the judges actually have a limited uh, scope and what, what they see of the competition. But as viewers, Jimbo, I, let me just tell you that all of us viewers, right away, we got there with you. We were you. loving every moment and we 100. were loving all of the looks, girl. Oh, thank you. 100. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I completely was with you. Uh, and I know... Uh, the struggle of having to work extra hard to prove yourself and establish yourself as a queen and others had support system and their their experience to help them along, whereas you had to be your own cheerleader. So I commend you on your bravery and how strong you are and you persevere you. through the bullshit and you don't let those little heads, those voices get into your head because you have too many other voices <laughs> in your head yes. already. So She's drown cool. that shit out. Drown that shit yeah. out. <laughs> What I like to know is what looks do you absolutely love that you got a chance to wear on TV and what looks did you not so better go looking? <laughs> well, of course, like the looks that I felt like amazing. I love the hair look. I loved yes. having all like, you know, showing my body, having my nipples X out, you know, <laughs> You know, I felt, I, I don't know if you saw the follow-up photo shoot of me on the horse. Yes. Where it's like, and so that whole vibe of that, like, sort of dominatrix sex pot that also has this, like, crazy overgrown hair issue all over her back and body. I just love that fantasy. I love twirling around and I love, yeah, just feeling like some sort of sexy, hairy dominatrix. I love that look. Love it. Yeah, that was that that look like gagged both me and Latrice when you what? turned around that corner. I was like, Baby. how can I steal this look? Like, how can I make this oh look? God. Like, I'll I want one, one in every color wig. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I also loved my finale look. I love when I came out in that big tutu thing where I, you know, I was in my oh, whole life savings yes. of tutus. And then I had, you know, I had saved tutus for so long with the dream to one day make this huge coat. And so leading up to this, I called my friend Sarah. I was like, it's time for the tutu coat. And so she like sewed and sewed and sewed and cut and sewed. And uh, and then I got to make, you know, wear that beautiful outfit and pop out. And I like the soundtrack yes. as it's happening. All the judges are making the sound of like me being birthed. They're like, ah, ah. <laughs> and then I pop out and I just love it. I've watched it a hundred times. Oh my God. I love it. Oh my too. gosh. Yeah. Well, you were like a sex kitten the entire time, unapologetically, like you're just giving us sex all the time. But let's talk about your titties, girl. Like how many how many of these titty bibs do you have? <laughs> I have well, I have these ones that I'm wearing. This these are my 
were my biggest set, but now they're smaller compared to my other really big ones. Oh, what? she's got new, Oh, she's upgraded. Ooh, she's got them bigger tits, girl. She, she, yes, I do. Them, them all stars, them all stars filler tits, right? Yes. <laughs> I I left them at home though because they wouldn't fit in my suitcase. Oh, but damn. How, how much do they weigh? How much do they weigh? Um, I I would say they feel like six bricks of butter. Like if I were to hold three big bricks in each hand. But you That's know, I heavy. Wore, oh, she's heavy. I wore them for my interview, my first interview that I got. And I thought I looked so professional. I was like, they were like, please don't be too slutty on TV. I was like, I promise I won't. I'll be respectable. I had this little jacket that covered my shoulders right here. And I had this corset that covered my nipples. And then I had the hugest hits of all time. They turned on the camera and canceled the interview. Lies. They did. They were like, she is too slutty for TV and canceled it. Bitch. Oh my gosh. Well, actually, we're going to have to blur out most of Jimbo's tits on this podcast because they're even too vulgar for us. Oh my gosh. I have some back here. <laughs> oh God. She's These are my some... smaller ones. Okay, so. Oh, oh my. We'll, we'll X them out. That's fierce. Those no, are, no, those that's fine. That's yeah, look a... at that. Wait, is that like a halter? Like... Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. A, it's like a, no, it's like a, it's like a. Oh, it goes all the way to your neck. Top. No, bitch, it goes all the way to your neck. Yeah, it's like a swimming costume. <gasps> that's that like, is like so... how does that go over your head with your makeup though? Do that's you like step do into you that? fuck up? How do you does it fuck up your makeup when you try to put it out, or is there a zipper in the back? Yeah, basically you have to hook the back of the neck on the back of your head, and then stretch the neck down like this, and you oh pop out. Oh my god! So okay, like and also being... my partner helps me. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is commitment, bitch. Cause not me, bitch. I sweat too much as it is, and I cannot be bound up in all that rubber. In a, in a rubber, like a, in a in rubber, rubber uh, tank top. Uh, no, with your neck Total, and your whole neck. Girl, forget about it. Oh. And you wore that like every single episode. Yeah, I sometimes I just feel like two eyes peeking out of a garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> But what are you planning to do now that more people know about you? Like, what are your drag goals? What are you, what's your aspirations? Well, I'm currently in Manchester, and I'm going to be on a UK, a UK tour. So that's super exciting. I'll be touring with Rockham Sakura. Awesome. And, and, yeah, and Erica Clash. And so that's super exciting. And then um, I am going to be doing my own show called The House of Jimbo, which you've got the T-shirt for in the back. See it? I oh, stole the shit out of it. I stole I the shit out of it. I died. When oh I saw God. people were texting me, they were like, the tree's motherfucking royal. Stole your motherfucking shirt. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, everyone died. I died. Oh, my God. So, yeah, gosh. the house of Jimbo. So, I have a beautiful studio in Chinatown in Victoria. And um, it's filled with all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, I have just, with my partner, taken over uh, the studio beside ours. And so we'll be um, renovating into there and creating a, um, a little film studio and working with um, some people on the top floor. My friends, Studio 549, um, who've done all my my content, video content I put out. Um, they'll be coming on as well and helping and we're going to make a show. And hopefully you guys will be on it too. Oh we would love to. God. Yeah. And Jimbo, you, yeah. have a, you have a Kickstarter now for a campaign for House of Jimbo. Can you tell us about that? 
Yeah, so basically I have a Kickstarter campaign where we are taking donations and the support goes to filming the first season of the show and 10% of those proceeds also go to the Rainbow Railroad. And so we want to use, you know, every time I do something, I try to incorporate um, an aspect for the community or some aspect of giving back. So um, that's this aspect of this project will be to support the Rainbow Railroad and to try and save an LGBTQ 2i plus life with our gay art and so that's that's the vision and to do something like peewee's playhouse and something kind of surreal um and bizarre and yeah really funny that helps people and saves lives that's awesome i mean honestly oh. like i cannot imagine oh. like jimbo's version of like peewee's playhouse <laughs> yeah imagine I, i'm okay well first I of all um, we're gonna put your kickstarter information in our uh in our uh, info and description in our YouTube here so that people can go support you and the house of Jimbo. Um, Thank you. We, we encourage uh, our listeners to support uh, this fabulous queen and her new adventures uh, with her newfound fame from Canada's drag race. So thank you, Jimbo. I, I'm really excited. Oh. That sounds fucking fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited too. You know, it's my dream come true to do this and to share this and to collaborate with um, my my new friends and queens from around the world. So it's the opportunities are really endless and very exciting. Yes, yeah. you have you have magical powers now that are that are beyond. So keep that imagination going and keep on laying us. I'm so beyond proud and grateful for your art and thank you for being um, so awesome and a pleasure and thrill to watch. Oh, so I just want to, you know, yeah, I wish I could well, you. Well, you too. <laughs> I wish I could help you too. You guys are the original trailblazers. <laughs> you two are the OG, amazing, beautiful heart and talent that has inspired me and so many drag queens around the world. And, you know, all of the work that you guys have done and the work you continue to do with your podcast and your beauty and sharing in this world, it makes all of this better for all of us. So I really, truly send so much love to you both. And I respect and admire you so much. Oh, thank oh, you, Jimbo. Thank and you. and the and the feeling is mutual because Latrice and I watching you and your sisters uh, compete on Canada's Drag Race is inspiring for us as well, especially because, you know, things are like crazy like we we love our Canada's Drag Race and we love our Jimbo so thank you so much for also inspiring us now Jimbo thank you every week we do this on the top podcast we choose our tops and our chops of the week our favorite and our least favorite moments of uh of the episodes but this week since you know we don't have an episode we're going to do our tops and our chops of the whole season will you join us jimbo yes i would love to all right um how about uh latrice why don't you go first what is one of your top moments of the first season of Canada's Drag Race. Okay, because they all, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, but like a lot of my top moments, Jimbo, I don't know if you remember, but they have been you. They have been oh, thank you. revolved around you. So um, I think I'm going to go episode one when you're on top of that mountain. And that's just <laughs> when you just set the, you set the bar right there. Like, <laughs> I was like, this bitch is crazy! Ah, She's crazy! I love that. My favorite. I love that too. Oh my God. 
Uh, my top moment of the entire season was just the fact that we got to learn so much about Canadian culture, Canadian drag, uh, the Canadian LGBTQI plus community through what you guys did through your art of drag. I, I really appreciate all of the hard work that you guys put in your uh, patriotism, your history, um, and sharing that with the whole world. It was it was an honor to to watch it and to learn from it. So thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Yeah, I would say my top for the show. Or do you want me to? Do you want to yes. ask me what yeah, my top? Yeah, you yeah. Top. That's what I'm asking you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I got ahead of it. My top for it is um, basically as the clown. You know, it's all about my audience and going through that process and doing that performance and then going into the secrecy of not being on the show and not sharing what happened. It was like the longest clown turn ever waiting for people to respond and to laugh. And so I think that is my top of the the whole thing is the ability I've had to connect with you guys and with other people around the world to share my art and um, and to receive such love from people is my top part. It's, that is like the craziest yeah, best part. Yeah, the craziest best part. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about our our chops? Like now, I, I know like there's so many good things about uh, about the season, <laughs> but there are some some things that like we just like we're like mm, every single time. What is uh, what is your chop uh, like of the whole season, Latrice? Come girl, on, by by default, girl. <laughs> By default, girl, 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 <laughs> welcome to the competition, girl, girl, Miss Honey, she gets the chop for me. Like, <laughs> that was, I was more frustrated listening to her um, be completely <laughs> clueless about how disrespectful she was. And, you know, and it could have been the people in her ear, you know, in her earpiece telling her to now, say we, we are talking saying. about Jeffrey Boyer Chapman right now. Just in case y'all don't Just know. I wasn't going to know. I had, I had Baltimore in <laughs> him, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the name that should not be mentioned. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my job. <laughs> Manila. She's still dying. I have to, actually. I, I really like. Honestly, like, yeah. The 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 hard part. The hardest part was watching this new set of judges and and trying to kind of you know because we've been watching like dozens of seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race and to come into this new uh, Canada's Drag Race where it was done differently. It was very hard as a person who's been conditioned to watch this show in a certain way, who's competed in it, to like watch some of these judges. I, I really wish. I really wish that the the judges would have been shown to give a little bit more uplifting critiques in addition to some of their harsher critiques. Because I do think that like a lot of the harsh critiques did make sense, but I feel like, yes, there was a, there was a a tonal, a a tonal way that they were delivering their, their things, but also there wasn't enough like uplifting. Cause I know like, Whenever Michelle Visage like goes in on you, she yeah. says something really nice like, "Oh, okay, I she like your start uh, here. I like your mm-hmm. uh, I like your shoe or I like your nail color polish. Like, your nail polish color. That's cute. <laughs> but your challenge. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love the nails, but let's not do challenge, okay? What, what about you, Jim? Like, what if it's like your like like the worst thing about this season for you? 
Oh my god. Well, this reminds me of the RuPaul's question of who should go home. Go home it reminds me of that. And so I'm gonna pile on cause it's safe and say the motherfucking judges. <laughs> I'm gonna say the judges. J-U-D-G-E-S, fuck yes. I'm saying motherfucking judges, bitch. Chop to the chop to the chop, chop, chop. Chop to chop to chop, chop, chop. Well, um, you know what? Did okay, I say because- the judges? Yes, you, you can say the judges. You I think that it's, it. I think it's like, and exactly like, oh, if everyone, if all the other girls want um, this thing to leave, then I'm just going to agree with them because like, based on the judges' critiques, we're going to, um, Jimbo, like, based on what, the judges' critiques. Now, I know that like, you know, like this was obviously shot and like they recorded it and like, you know, whatever, but moving forward, what would you like to see from the, from the judges so that we don't have to chop the judges every single week on the chop next, next season? <laughs> like what, what can they do to like improve our, our view of the judges? Because ultimately I do love Brooklyn Heights. I love Stacy. I, I love Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what, what can they do in the future to like, so we're not like so hateful towards these judges. Yeah, I, I sort of said the same thing to him. I said, I just wish that you kissed me once before you slapped me. And I I really, I loved Michelle Visage for her critique where she would, she would say that she sees you and, you know, whatever it was, she would pick however she saw you. It was, you know, whether it's your hair, it's da, 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 so that you go, okay, we are connected through, uh, you know, you seeing me and I, and I'm open. And then when you're open, that's when you say, okay, so now that I see you and now that I know what you've brought here and I've showed you, I understand what you've brought here. I'm going to give you some feedback so that you can incorporate that into your drag and move forward successfully. And so when you don't have that little tickle before the slap, it's, you know, you feel you're on guard. And and so uh, you know, it gets a really good response out of someone to just go, you're ugly, bitch. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> but it's nicer if you, you know, tickle them first and go, hey, yes. hey, girlfriend. Like, like Chanel on season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. None of you said that was beautiful. I would have just loved to hear you say that I was beautiful just once. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Say what you need, Chanel. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much, Jimbo, for being a guest on our podcast. Uh, you have been a fantastic uh, joy to like uh, interview here. And we just loved watching you every single episode. Uh, and you were on every single episode. Yes. yes. On every episode. So you know, yes. honey, thank every you. episode. So- Everyone that's yes. listening, make sure you go and follow Jimbo at Jimbo the Drag Clown on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook and follow her YouTube and um, go join her uh, fan club and yeah. send her nudes. <laughs> please uh, send her nudes. Send her nudes. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm in quarantine here. Hello. <laughs> she needs something for that spank bank, honey. She needs yeah. <laughs> I need something. My spank bank is empty. Hit her up, honey. Slide to the DM. I'm in my overdraft in my spank bank. We love you so much, Jimbo. Thank you Um, so much again. And much continued success and wealth throughout your um, 
your your future, Huge, which is prosperous if, career that you have ahead of you. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. I'm so for you. excited. Thank, Thank you guys you. so much. I love you both so much. This is an honor and a pleasure and a treat beyond my wildest dreams. So thank you so much. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Take care. And we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back to the chop. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? In the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! We're back to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Ooh, oh my god! I love Miss Jimbo. That was everything for me. Well, everything. I'm I, I've been sad all week that there was no uh, Canada's Drag Race, but I am happy to have something to look forward to because we have just got the new promo looks for the upcoming oh. season of Drag Race Holland. And I Girl. cannot, I cannot even handle it. Now I heard that they had just finished shooting the season just like in August. So like this is like fresh off the press. This is like a quick turnaround, bitch. They ain't playing. They were like, okay, we put Whoa. these girls in quarantine. Let's get our money's worth. Oh my god. Well, well, what did you? Okay, so we see the new promo looks, and the girls are in the the red, white, and blue colors of the flag of the Netherlands. Um, just from this group composite shot. Baby, I am sitting here. I'm like gagging, gagging. It's like it's rich, stunning. honey. Rich. It's rich. It's it's luxe. That's old lo world like, money, honey. Like, what? Girl, honey. I saw this. I saw this, and I like literally gagged. I was like, every single queen Bitch, looks expensive. 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 Styled beautifully. Now, now I, I noticed that, like, they all got the memo with the styling. Now, like, Hello, rewinding to, the, like, the promos of Canada's Drag Race, it seemed like they were like, okay, you're going to be ice queens. And some girl's like, well, I'm going to wear a hockey uniform. 
right. I'm going to be wearing bright purple. I'm going to be wearing, you know. But right. every one of these queens. Oh, baby, they got the memo. They got the memo. And they the said, stylists put them together. We're coming to the ball. We're coming to the function, honey. Okay, so do you have any of these standouts, girl? Like, oh, what are your first God. impressions? Like, what? There's Ooh. just. Miss Thing, the, I'm just, my my brain, oh my God, okay. Do we have to go in order because I... You I, just just pick a girl and okay. we'll talk about her because they're all sickening and I, I honestly feel like we could literally just talk about these queens okay. for like four hours. Chelsea boy. Okay, okay. I'm still getting to know all the queens. Chelsea, Chelsea boy. Oh, the one, she's, she's painted Bitch. blue. She's what, got, oh my she's God, got that this collar with the head collar. collar that goes around her head. Like her head is the like planet or whatever. And the collar is like the rings around the planet. Like she's Saturn or I don't know. She's got an arrow through her head. I don't know what's, go- I don't know what's going on. Uh, I would love to know if there's some kind of like significance to this idea. What's her inspiration? Yes. Uh, but it's... it caught my, caught my attention immediately. I was like, this bitch right here means business. She means Work. business. Yeah, it's sick. She painted her whole body blue. She even got the, the part on her back that kind missed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the one that stood out for me was Madam Madness because oh, it looks like we get our first bearded queen on oh, a season of Drag Race. I know I worked with her in Berlin, I believe, or maybe when I came to Amsterdam. But either which way, I know who she is. I've worked with her before. I'm yeah. excited. Yes, Bernie Queen! I look, I look at her makeup, stunning, bitch. Stunning, stunning, stunning. And like, Baby. it's not just a beard. It looks like she went and bleached her beard. Like, Completely. her beard. It's white. It's platinum. It's platinum, and it looks stunning. And you know what? Like, even as a bearded queen, she is so fashionable. That cut on that that jacket is so sickening, cinched to the waist with the little peplum and the pencil skirt. Like she is giving me fashion with that blue peekaboo gloves, honey. I'm mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. the ostrich feather ascot. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, it's, I, I love it because it's like playing with the whole androgyny vibe, you know? Yes. Like she's bearded, but she looks like a fabulous, rich woman in charge of a big company. You know what I mean? Like, for your nerves. Oh. Um, I really liked Envy Peru. Now, I've worked with her, yes. and she uh-huh. is Same. stunning. And I love Beautiful. this, like, Lady Gaga, like, you know, orbital crown. Around her, her interpretation head, yeah. of a crown. I love that. And the rhinestone bodice. Gorgeous. Oh. They did these queens right, honey. Oh, my right? God. They right? so right. Miss Mama... Was it Mama Queen? Mama Queen. Mama Just Queen, honey. Skinny, like, uh, like her waist. Just like I could, I could wrap my hand around her waist. She said, "Like Violet, who? Violet, who? <laughs> Bitch, I'll show you." Oh, uh, Violet Chachki has a 19-inch waist. Well, we we gonna... measure in centimeters. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! I'm just um, gagging. And Miss, is it Rowan? A Rome, um, or which, just Rome at the top. Um, Miss Roam. Oh yes, Rowan. with the Freddy Krueger gloves. Oh my God, that hair, that face, that oh, she looks. She's got this really beautiful 
um, belt with an eyeball in the middle of it. It's just like really ornate like belt. She's got these uh, gold Freddy Krueger claws. And then she's got this really cool like 18th century inspired pompadour in a baby blue. Sickening Roem. Oh my God. And she's got a little tiny body and she's padded and she's snatched and she's gorgeous and ugh, lovely. I'm here for it. I want to give a shout out to Patty Pam Pam because yes. she looks like she is like the uh, uh, gift shop in the Netherlands at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving you full on like Amsterdam. Like uh, you need a quick gift for your boss when you're coming back from Amsterdam. Like you were smoking weed and tripping on shrooms the whole time, but you need to bring back grandma like a little piece of blue and white Netherlands. Uh, porcelain. Yeah. She's got the she got the the little packet of seeds of uh, uh, of tulip bulbs so she can plant in the fall. And they'll sprout in the spring. She is representing uh, Holland, up. Netherlands realness. Amsterdam is uh, underwater. Uh, the whole shabam. I the live. The whole shabam. Yeah, um, I, I'm really excited for this season because I, I feel like I learned so much about um, watching watching Canada's Drag Race. I learned so much about the country of Canada, the LGBT the yes. community and their culture. And I feel like we got some like deep cuts and um, I'm really excited to watch a brand new season of Drag Race from a different country's point of view, seeing an entire new community of drag queens getting to show off what they do and to actually get the chance to probably read the whole thing. Cause I'm assuming they're going to be speaking Dutch and we're going to have to be reading. Oh, it, it, you y- think? Oh, get your glasses out, girl. We're going to have to read these. We're going to have think? to read these. Yeah. Well, the, the promo, Remember? the promo with the, with the appointed judge was in, was in Dutch. Oh. Maybe she, I oh. thought he was speaking in tongues. I was like, oh, I understood what he said. but I You really understood didn't. what he said because there were subtitles, girl. Oh, <laughs> I was see, I was stoned while reading and still, yeah, that's what I'm going to have to she do. She was like, do do what they do in Amsterdam, hon. Just let's smoke some weed and we're going to get through this, uh, <laughs> this language barrier. <laughs> A-OK. Well, we're going to be reading then, I guess. Uh, <laughs> But I'm excited about it because I'm ready to. Le- I want to learn more. Um, I'm. I, I. I can't. Be- it's hard to believe. If you would have told me five, eight, eight years ago, ten years ago, whenever that we would be having drag race in all these other countries, I would have told you you're crazy. Yeah, I didn't we even got- think we were gonna last that long, but here we are. Exactly, like- exactly. Because we have a Thai, a Drag Race Thailand, who's it's been playing for two seasons now. Yeah. Then we have the RuPaul's Drag Race UK hey. edition. Yeah. Now we have Canada's Drag Race. And there was working, actually. There the, Now we have Holland, and then there was like a South American version called the Switch. But are you forgetting about Australia? Wait, wait, did I miss an entire oh, season of Drag I, Race? Or has that I, not come out yet? No, it's not come out yet, but I know it is happening. And I can't wait to review it here so, on the chop, whatever that happens. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta say, like, we've been in quarantine, but luckily, the entire time we've been in quarantine, 
all these months, there has been an episode of Ru- of Drag Race every single week. We've For had real. season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars uh, 5, Canada's Drag Race, and now Drag Race Holland. I'm so, so fucking excited. Keep them coming, honey. Keep us employed, shit. Maybe we gotta keep feeding the machine. <laughs> okay, we got a we got a message in our inbox. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, girls. Holland calling. So Drag Race Holland is about to start. The only recent they only recently filmed it in August and September. All the queens were in quarantine for two weeks prior to filming, so none of the queens would get the Rona. The host okay. Fred is a TV personality who's done a lot of drag in the club scene, uh, just not so much on TV. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, that's really cool That's because awesome. We have a judge who has some experience with drag. With, yep. So like maybe he's not like the he's not the authority like RuPaul is, but at least he knows what the fuck he's, he's talking knowledgeable, about. Right? Knowledgeable, knowledgeable. He's put on the pantyhose and he stood around in a club, <laughs> tipsy, drinking uh, drinking a, a cocktail in high heel shoes. We don't know yeah. how high heel shoes were, but in the promo, she wearing some heels. She wearing so heels. So we know. We know. Okay. One of the guest judges is our Nikki Tutorials. Um, If only they'd make her a regular judge. Yeah, Nikki Tutorials. Nikki Tutorials is like a famous uh, Instagram makeup uh, makeup blogger, makeup artist. And she has like a huge following. And that's amazing that she's going to be on the show. Well, thanks. uh, Thanks for that little... uh... Oh, and this is um, this is all the love from Brenda Netherlands Remco XOXO. Okay, cool. P.S. Oh, look at us from Miami Beach. He's in a picture. Oh, oh, look. There's a picture of you and Remco. Oh, oh he's my cute. God, he's cute. I recognize him. Hey. All right. Oh my all God. Right. Cool. So I want to encourage all of our Dutch uh, listeners to our podcast to write us emails at latresamanila at gmail.com because, you know, we looked stupid as Americans trying to, like, review <laughs> Canada's Drag Race for the first two episodes. And we got a lot of help from our Canadian listeners um, to help explain what was going on in the show. And I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, getting emails from our, uh, our listeners in the Netherlands. 100%. And so, as a final reminder, if you have been listening to our show on the Race Chaser feed. Now is the time to make sure that you are subscribed to our show's specific channel. So just make sure you go find the chop with Manila Latrice. Hit that subscribe button. Oh, yes. Just, yeah. Because we are going to be uh, we're going to be talking every week about Drag Race Holland. Now, our podcast used to come out on Mondays, but because uh, the show Drag Race Holland is coming out uh, the day... Uh, Canada Drag Race is on Thursdays. Drag Race Holland is going to be on Fridays. So we're going to move our podcast to Tuesdays. So starting the week, starting next week, September 22nd, uh, look out for our podcast where we will be recapping and reviewing Drag Race Holland right here. Thanks so much for listening to The Chop. And make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us at your favorite podcast app. You can send us an email. We might even read it on the show next week. Email us at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon on Instagram. And we'll see you next week to find out. 
Who gets the chop? Bye. Bye. The chop is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Crave Canada, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Canada's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their prospective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Bellai. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.